Welcome to Behind the Curtain. Please refrain from singing in the rain, stepping in time, and learning your lines out loud during this podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Listeners and welcome to another episode of Behind the Curtain. It is great to have your company today. Before we begin, I'd like to personally thank our sponsor, the Orange Theatre Company, for their support of our amazing podcast. And make sure you check out their website at orangetheatrecompany.com.au to check out their latest productions and other events. Today, I'm lucky enough to have a very talented lady who has experienced musical theatre, short film, and TV commercials. It's Alini Cassimatis. How are you? Hi, I'm really well, thank you. Thanks for having awesome. me on here. Not a drama at all. And Alini, wh- where did this whole journey begin? Was it sitting at the table at lunchtime in primary or was it dancing at the school bell at the end of the day? What was it? Oh, look, that is a big question. I think I think looking back made all the, all the different parts of my life have kind of led me to where I am now. And I think... Oh, I don't know. I mean, you could say it goes right back to like putting on backyard productions with my sister and inviting our neighbours to come and watch. Uh, and then even like, I remember you. I used to make little home videos and, <laughs> you know, direct them and star in them. So I guess I think it's something that I've always really loved and always done. But then only sort of as I got older, I realised this could actually be a career path and something that I choose to follow. Yeah. Now... Obviously, going on from that, you've done a lot of training. You, you've gone to Actors Centre Australia. I mean, wow, what a, what a, I mean, I can't even put it into words. It would be so, so cool to even do something like that. What's that experience like for you? And how do you think it sort of shaped your career, do you think? It was pretty amazing. I actually, I auditions to get in two years in a row. So the first year that I didn't get in, I really felt, uh, I guess, this kind of, oh, no, the world is over, I can't do this, I'm not good enough, like all of those things. And I think in a way that prepared me and made me stronger and more grateful for every minute when I did get in the following year. So I was really appreciative of basically every minute that I was there because and it was the most amazing experience. You know, you're getting to practice your craft every day. You're getting to work on so many different aspects of performing. So not only were we working on acting, but we were also working on voice we had movement every morning we uh we worked on all these different techniques we worked on things like mask and things like animal where you would literally you know spend hours studying an animal and then build a character from that so just some really really interesting classes all of which completely like i mean improvisation that was the scariest class in the world <laughs> so i think all the different elements just made it like scary and terrifying and difficult and exhausting Mm. but so wonderful because you were going home at the end of a long day just being completely drained but by the thing that you love and it's the most wonderful feeling because you give like you give so much of yourself and as you do as you would know like once when you're performing you're giving 110 percent you have to Mm. be otherwise you know otherwise you're not doing the job probably and I think it's yeah so it's really it's really tough but rewarding and I think that's what the, those three years were like for me yeah. um and yeah I can't that you know it was challenging but I think they just made me grow so much as a performer and as a person because you understand so many different 
things about yourself that you didn't already or you stop and analyze why certain things that you do like why you do those certain things and that sort of thing so that was really eye-opening and yeah I guess kind of like life lessons that have just mm. stuck with me forever absolutely and and now you mentioned you auditioned for the first time but didn't get in how important especially in the music in the theater industry how important is it to be resilient and just keep going you never know what might happen oh look 100 percent. you you can't let a, a no set you back because I, I mean, oh, I mean, we've all seen these. What are they? The mind, mind cast videos that mm. go around Facebook or whatever they are that are like this person got turned down from this or got fired from this job, which led them to you know Friends or Seinfeld or whatever. Like these amazing shows that they thought were going to come from nothing that ended up being amazing. Mm. I think. It's easy to go, oh, I got to know. That means I'm not good enough. That means I, I can't act or, you know, this isn't for me, time to give up. But I think if you do, you're going like, that's it. Then, then it's over. And the reason that you get into this is because you enjoy doing the thing. So you can't let one person saying you're not right for this particular thing at this time be the reason that you stop doing the thing that you love, mm. if that makes sense. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, not getting in, Yes, it seems like the end of the world at the time, but it opens you up. It gives you so many other possibilities for that year. And all of the things that I did in that year that I didn't get in were amazing. Like I, I loved that year and I loved all the things that I got to do. And I think there's, I'm such a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And maybe had I actually gotten into drama school that year earlier, maybe I wouldn't have been as ready maybe that extra year of being a little bit older meant that I mm. was able to take the lessons differently I was more emotionally mature I was you know I worked harder my work ethic had developed for another year so I think everything like everything will fall into place when it is supposed to and it's always for the best yeah and now on on top of your theater training as well you actually did some screen acting you've done some singing lessons with Elise McCann of all people how do you think that especially your screen acting is actually um what's the word um sort of shaped your your theater journey do you think it's interesting you ask this i actually remember in second year of drama school so i had done some screen acting before drama school but i remember in second year that's when we started our screen acting lessons and it was the same time the same term that we began shakespeare and they, you know on the page they are completely different mediums but at the end of the day, I think the Shakespearean work really helped the screen acting because it made every word important. And then the screen acting was being really, you know, everything in screen, it's, it's about the eyes being the window to the soul. It's all very up close and personal. It's basically, don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this, but it's like- a Oh, go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can't lie on screen and not have the audience know you're lying. You have to be legit. You have to be telling mm. the truth. And then doing that at the same time as something like Shakespeare, it just marries the two worlds perfectly because you've got this heightened text. And yes, you can get away sometimes in theatre with, you know, if it's a bigger stage, a bigger scale production, you can get away with sometimes marking it a little bit mm. as opposed to like really. And so when you're doing screen at the same time as that, I think that really fuels you for a really interesting, truthful deeper performance so mm. i think yeah that was a really cool thing getting to do those things at the same time but yeah, yeah i think screen acting just in general 
is a really, really great medium because there's so much more you can do on film as mm. well in that sense. You get to, Absolutely. You, rather than everything being the imagination, it, it can be there. And that's mm. pretty cool. And now I ask this question to our guests all the time, but why theatre? Why going to film? Like, Obviously, myself, I love enjoying it. I love meeting new people. I love showing off my craft, singing, dancing, acting. What is it like for you? Yeah, I mean, all of those things that you said, absolutely. I think the, the storytelling of it is I've, I'm very, very passionate about. And I think that that's something that I've loved from the beginning. That's what it's always been about is like, let's tell these cool stories. or Let's tell this funny story. Or let's tell this really sad story. Um, I'm, I'm really into like real life stories at the moment as well. So I love, like, I'd love to, you know, perform in some biopic or something. Um, but I think the love, I mean, the love came from just having fun doing it. And then from there, as I learned more about it, I learned more about, I guess, the human condition and understanding why people do what they do and make the choices and say the things that they do that really fascinates me and so I really enjoy getting to go deeper and question like why do these characters do these things why do these why does this person not say this in this moment but says this instead and then once I started diving into that side of the work I became so like it hooks you and you can't and I think that that's the thing that really really grabbed me and went okay like the storytelling has always like it's always been something I've enjoyed but now being able to put that into words and being able to you know use the technique and the training that I've had to be able to tell these things clearly and to make more conscious choices is really amazing and exciting Mm. Mm. does that sort of answer that question absolutely and now we we go back a fair way because we actually met in 2013 where we actually did a show together the wizard of oz for the orange theater company and what what a lovely fun show what was it like for you? It was so much fun. I think doing that show and doing the show that I did the year before that as well, Show Train, mm-hmm. those two shows, I come, you know, I think acting was something I always wanted to do. But then once I finished, oh, I was coming closer to finishing school, I knew that I wanted to act, but I also didn't really know how or whether I should or what, like, you know, all of the things that you have when you're finishing school, you're like, what do I do with my life? Mm-hmm. And I remember doing show training year 12 and then the Wizard of Oz was the year after I finished school and they were just like, it was the happiest I had, I was ever been, like <laughs> being on stage getting to perform and getting to hang out with everyone and all the stuff backstage and the rehearsals and the dancing, like all of it was so wonderful and magical. And, you know, Orange Theatre Company and that other theatre company both put on outstanding productions it's mm. it's ridiculous that it's in orange that should be yeah. stage in sydney <laughs> and getting to be part of that and part of those big productions was amazing mm. and i think it was doing those two shows that made me go no i i would be stupid to do anything else this is what i am so in love with and so love doing and, and don't want like i've never have, have never been happier why would mm. i not pursue this as a career so to answer that question, I think, you know, it was just a delight. It was mm. so wonderful and so much fun. And I loved it, meeting everyone. And yeah, it, it really did remind me that this was the only job that I would want to do ever. 
And now continuing on your theatre journey, you've done shows such as Bell Shakespeare, Words of War, The Power of Poetry. You're doing all sorts of things at the moment. Has there been a standout for you so far? I think what I'm doing at the moment. So I'm currently on tour with Bell Shakespeare, um, one of their players. And so the way that works is basically at the start of, or at the end of the year, they cast six people and they're the players for the year. And so we were cast at the end of 2019 for 2020. And then obviously the year happened. And so we got to tour a little bit at the end of 2020, but they asked us to come back for 2021. And it is the most rewarding work. It is so wonderful. I do three shows with this company, with Bell Shakespeare. And like Bell Shakespeare has been a company that I used to see them when they came to our school. And also like when they come to the Civic Theatre in Orange and things like that. And yeah, so we get to go, we do three different shows. Two are based on Romeo and Juliet. and One is based on Macbeth. And I've got, like, I get some amazing role. I have amazing roles in them. I get to play Juliet and Tybalt. And then I also get to play Lady Macbeth. So they're oh, all wow. fantastic. Yeah. And I get to work on these words every day for the rest of the year, as well as getting to, you know, we're traveling Australia and we're performing. Today we performed in a hall in Maroulin for grades year one to year six wow. students. And it was wonderful. Like they were, someone would creep up behind somebody else and they'd be screaming at us saying, he's behind you, he's behind you, wake up, wake up. <laughs> and like you get that. That is just a kind of live theatre that you don't get to do anywhere else. Mm. And you don't always get to get have that experience. And it is just, it's so rewarding. And we have kids yeah. come up to us afterwards and say, you know, we didn't understand this Shakespeare stuff until now, or wow, you've made me really want to, you know, pursue acting, or you've made me fall in love with the text, or Romeo and Juliet is beautiful, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm. It's just the most rewarding work. So I think this is going to be my standout. Yeah. 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 Now we talk about theatre fails, and of course they happen to everyone, especially on stage. But have you got a theatre fail that you'd like to tell us and the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Okay, where to start? I I did a show at a school. This was actually with a different company a while back. And we had, uh, I had like a, a poll thing that I was this, I was playing this Greek god, Calliope, and I had literally appeared out of nowhere, had this poll and started like doing, you know, I did tricks with it in the opening. Mm. And I've gone to throw the poll to the other actor. And as I did it, it hit the roof and I didn't realize that it was like a soft roof of this, this place that we're in. It yeah. got stuck in the roof. We all looked up at it. All the audience <laughs> looked up at it. And we were like, oh no. <laughs> I watched it just fall out from the ceiling, fell out from where the pole had. Oh my goodness. And we all just watched it. And then, yeah, you know, first thing was, did you know you stuck a hole in our roof? I was like, yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, but there's been, you know, there's always like a line fluff here and there where mm -hmm. somebody will forget a line. It just makes it so much more exciting because you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? Absolutely. We've, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been on stage when there's been a fire alarm and the entire theatre's had to evacuate. So there's, there's been wow. a few crazy ones. Yeah. yeah. 
And now going away from the theatre side of things for a minute, you've done heaps of short films, even your own stuff, like Alini's Confessions, Damp Spark, Gecko, The Story of Us. Wow. Short films. What is it like? Really wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, again, like, same thing as theatre, like a wonderful way of meeting people, um, another, a different way of telling stories. Actually, with Eleni's Confessions, this is really random, but it wasn't, I didn't, I had nothing to do. I, I just auditioned oh, for it. It happened to be of and I got the job. Wow. So that one was really fun because it was, like, very similar, very in line with my life. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Yeah. Lots of the short films, they're just a really, it's a great experience. It's great to get to work on, work with other people that are really passionate about storytelling. And Mm. as it is a different medium, there is different things that you could do with film that are always really, like, it's always really exciting. I recently voiceovered a a short film for that same director of Eleni's Confessions. And, you know, again, like, that's a completely different way of working, but a really cool thing to get to do. Like, that was Mm. the first film that I had voiceovered and yeah it was it's really it's got a different kind of magic like theater you've got the live feedback which is really yeah. wonderful but then film it's it's more of a visual medium and so you kind of get to work as you realize that you're just a cog in the machine kind of thing rather than you know putting I, I think I think prior to studying and things like that I, I would often see film as quite daunting because it was very much like it's here you're you're right in front of the camera everything is about you but nothing is about you as the actor really Mm. it's about being a part of a bigger story and bigger picture and I think that that's a really cool and really humbling way of looking at it because it kind of it pulls the focus off you and it pulls the pressure off you and you just get to enjoy telling the story and Mm. being really with this person right here and having a conversation so Mm. I really I really enjoy it and now 2020 I mean what a year COVID Everything, we, we missed out on our theatre stuff. All sorts of things happened in our lives. What was it like for you? It was tough. It was really tough. I had I'd been cast in Bell Shakespeare at the end of 2019 and was over the moon, mm. like ecstatic. And then got the phone, like we did a week of like just meeting everyone, boot camp kind of vibes in December of 2019 and we were due to start in March, 2020. Oh, wow. And so we had, you know, I'm working with brilliant actors. We had all gotten together prior to rehearsal starting and like run lines, had a really great, like just got to know each other. It was really lovely. And then a week before rehearsal started, we got the phone call saying, Uh. yep, sorry, we're not going ahead because we're going to go into lockdown. And you know, that, that really sucked. That was really, I think, mm. and I, th- I mean, I I was in a lucky position to have a professional theatre company that was willing to, you know, still, they, they still had our backs. They were so mm. wonderful. They kept in touch with us. You know, I was having almost a weekly check-in with them. They were so wonderful to look after us. But I, my heart goes out to the people that put that on at a theatre in Sydney or you know, those people who had just been cast in their first TV show or mm, film to a really, really solid credit. I met somebody um, just recently who had just been cast in uh, the Elvis film. That oh, yes. Yeah, going on. Mm. And he, he had gotten cast in it and a lot of his scenes were going to be, you know, 
with some very, very cool people mm. and got taken away, right? Because once once lockdown happened, no one from yeah. South Wales was allowed to go there. Mm. So that was moments that then get completely grabbed from you. Like, I again, I... I am very, very fortunate that I was able to continue the job that I was going to do anyway. It's just a year later. Mm. Whereas like, I know that so many people lost so much. Like, it's not even about really the money. Like the money obviously is a huge factor, but so much of their love and hard, hard work has gone into these pieces that just got stripped away. And that, that breaks my heart. That's mm. so tough. And now going to the other side of COVID, getting back on a stage the first time with, with other actors as well, with with an audience, what was it like? Would have been amazing, I dare say. Oh, yeah. So wonderful. I got to, yeah, I got to hit the road with um, this tour at the end of uh, like uh, September last year. And it was a weird world because, you, you know, we were, everyone was still walking around quite wary of each other and we were the first sort of people going anywhere outside of our own city like it was a bit it was a bit insane but it was wonderful and then at the end of last year I did a show which like it was the January one we didn't even know because we had the second outbreak so we were like mm. are we going to go back into lockdown can this show go on and when it did go on and when we were able to perform in front of these audiences it was it was magic like it was so wonderful yeah and so exciting and I think audience feel that too like mm. even myself going and watching other theater I was just like this is like I'm sitting in a theater the lights are going down I'm about to be told an amazing story I'm going to laugh and cry and whatever else happens in between and it's yeah it's the best it's so wonderful and now we have a new segment on this podcast which before we came on air you were dreading a little bit but it is time for theater trivia so what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you five different questions, but that's okay. If you get them wrong, that is completely fine. It's all, we're, we're just going to pick your brains and see where you are at with your theatre trivia. All right. Is that okay with you? Disclaimer. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Disclaimer <laughs> to your listeners. Please do not think less of me. I get all of these. <laughs> all righty. Question one. If I were a rich man is from which musical? Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, look, she's one from one. So much for, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Awesome. Go you. Question two. What type of shop was the Little Shop of Horrors? Sorry, my musical theatre trivia is down. That's all right. It was a florist store, but that's okay. One from two. Which musical tells the story of Elwood's a sorority girl who enrolls at Harvard to win back her ex-boyfriend. Legally blind. Hey! Two from three. Still a past mark at the moment. You're going well. All right. Question four. Which musical tells the story of two drag queens and a transgender woman who are contracted to perform a drag show at Alice Springs? Oh, I'm Pr uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, Three from four. Look at you go. You were correct. Alrighty. We have got one more question. What musical features the song Memory? Cats. Oh, yes. she got it. Four from five. <laughs> awesome. Go you. Well, well done. <laughs> 
Actually, I think that's more towards the top of the leaderboard at the moment, but we'll have to see how, how the other actors have gone. But we're going to actually make a leaderboard and we're going to put it on our social media as well just to see how you wrap up against the other theatre stars. So, Alini, what, what is your message for those people who just want to give musical theatre a go? I think just go for it. If you love it, like don't don't waste your time doing anything else. Go for it. Have fun because you've got to do what you love. Mm. Um, I, you know, do classes if you can. Do lessons. Meet other people who hire you, or get together with friends and put stuff on, or you know, even just read a play, read a musical in your room, practice the songs, record them, anything. Mm. I think it is the most important thing. The practice, like, really does just make perfect. And yeah. Now, Eleni Cassiumitis, it has been a great pleasure of mine to have you on Behind the Curtain podcast this afternoon. Is there a place where people can follow your theatre journey? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Probably Instagram, Eleni Cassiumitis, and it's been a delight being here. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. Well, Eleni Cassiumitis, thank you for talking to us. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All the best. Thank you for listening to Behind the Curtain. Be sure to give the boys a rating and review and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at behindthecurtain.podcast. Talk soon.